My friend, you're here because you want English skills that help you connect with people on a deeper level. So join the free accent training community on school.com today and get some momentum going with your American accent development. Open the link in the description and request to join the free accent training community while spots are available, my friend. Welcome to the Accent Training Podcast, a podcast where I help you develop the habit of speaking with an American accent. You heard me right there, it's a habit. It's something that begins to develop at a very young age, and the more that we use it, the more it becomes a part of who we are. It becomes a part of our self-image, and it's a piece of each and every person's hometown that you bring with you everywhere you go. Now, as we get older, our accents get solidified, and many people begin to feel it's impossible to change the way that they sound in their native language, let alone when speaking a second or third language. Well, my friend, my name is Pat. I'm an accent coach, and I'm here to tell you that the habits you use when speaking are entirely under your control. And if you choose, you do have the ability to change them at any time. Now, a useful habit to develop for your spoken English is connected speech. We want to connect our speech. We want to connect our words together. When we connect our words together, we control our flow of sound. We don't have to be pausing between each and every word because many short and quick function words can be used to link our words together. Not only does this give us a nice flow when our words are linking together, but understanding which words link easiest can really help control the strong and weak and strong and weak rise and fall of the patterns of syllable stress. One of my favorite words that we can do this with is with the word of. Of. Of truly is a one of a kind word. It's one of my favorites because it's one of a kind. One of my favorites, one of a kind. Now, if you're listening very closely, you may have just noticed that I pronounced this word differently each time right there. The first time I said one of my. One of my favorites. One of my favorites. And then the second time I said it's one of a. One of a kind. One of a kind. The first example saying one of my favorites is just pronouncing an uh, uh sound. And notice it's an uh. I'm not pronouncing the O like an O, like an ah. One of or of. One of. A lot of people mix those up. It's just an uh. It's a schwa sound. Uh, uh. And then in the second example, I'm not pronouncing one of a, one of a kind, one of a kind. I'm not pronouncing the F like an F. I'm pronouncing it like a V. One of a, one of a, one of a kind, one of a kind. V, v. 
So this goes to say that the pronunciation of the word of can change depending on the context and the words around it. It also goes to say that O-F in spelling does not make an off sound. O-F-F sounds like off. Off. O-F, uh, of. Our tongue's a little lower in the mouth. It's a little lazier of a vowel. And we're adding voice to that F. We're not just making a F, but a V, of, one of a kind. So I'm going to break these down for you today and let you get the hang of this for yourself. But before I do, I've just got to remind you that this podcast really thrives when I grow in subscribers. When you subscribe to this podcast, it ensures that more people are going to be able to find this podcast in the future. And when more people find this podcast, then more people open up their eyes and open up their ears and their minds to just what they're capable of. Don't hesitate to hit subscribe or follow and help other folks to find this so that other folks as well can command the sounds of their spoken English along with us here. All right, into our lesson for today of reductions. This is one of my favorite lessons of reductions. The pronunciation of the word of changes depending on the context and the word coming after it. This is an unstressed function word. That means it's a grammar word. It's not giving details in a sentence. It's giving structure to the sentence. We keep unstressed function words quick and short, and we use them like glue to connect our words together. As I mentioned, of is either pronounced of with a V sound or uh with a schwa. But never off. That is O-F-F. And that is a totally different word. Now, a lot of people will pronounce this super clearly so that they're well understood. And believe me, you are well understood. There's clarity in your speech. But I guarantee you, your speech sounds choppy to American listeners. It doesn't have that much desired flow of speech. So what can you do about it? Well, you can learn the rules, and then you can shadow your pronunciation along with me, and then take what we learn into your daily life and use it with your peers, with your family, with your boss. Show your boss something that they didn't know before. You'll either get a promotion or you'll get fired, depending on the type of boss you have. Now, here are the rules. If the word of is followed by a word that begins in a consonant sound, then we drop the F off of the ending and we only pronounce uh, uh. That's just a schwa, uh. It's a flat, quick sound, uh. If the word of is followed by a vowel sound, we pronounce of. Of. We pronounce the V on there. We make an uh, and then we bring our bottom lip up to touch our top T without making pressure. We just rest it there lightly. Of. Of. Now, knowing the rules is one thing, but of course, we need to practice these rules in order to build the habit of connecting our speech. 
So let's start with rule number one. Of followed by a consonant sound. Repeat after me. A few of them. A few of them. Friend of mine. He's a friend of mine. Frienda. Friend of mine. One of the best. This is one of the best pizzas I've ever had. One of the best. Not one of the best. One of the. One of the best. And now let's do of followed by a vowel. We're pronouncing of. Of. We're pronouncing the V. One of ours. That's one of ours. Give me that. One of ours. Here's another one. Kind of urgent. This is kind of urgent. I need a response ASAP. ASAP. It's kind of urgent. Or how about the one that we started this lesson off with? A great idiomatic expression. One of a kind. One of a kind. This is a nice idiom to say that something is unique. There's nothing else like it. It's one of a kind. The of reduction is a one of a kind sound. Nothing else makes a reduction in quite the same way. It's one of a kind. It's unique. So if you're following along with me well so far, then you're repeating after me. You're letting your muscles and your ears adjust to this new movement and sound. Now, something that I'd like to point out is that this is contextual. That's to say that you don't always have to make this reduction of just an uh sound. It depends on the context. If it's relevant to stress the word of in your pronunciation, then you'd pronounce a full word of. Or if you're trying to speak extra formally, then again, the full word of is totally warranted. But of course, not every conversation is formal. A lot of people who you'll speak to in English may just be casual chats. And linking your speech is totally appropriate in these times. Now, we're going to practice this a little bit more. I'm going to read out just a couple of longer phrases here. And I'd like you to listen closely to identify these for yourself. And then we're going to get into a quick little handful of idiomatic expressions to wrap things up. Here's phrase number one. First of all, I was left in charge of them. You hear how that sounds? First of all, of all, we're linking with the V. I was left in charge of them. Charge them. Charge them. We're dropping the V sound. We're linking with a schwa. First of all, I was left in charge of them. Here's another one here. We're capable of earning quite a bit of money. We're capable of ver. Capable of earning quite a bit of money. Quite a bit of money. Don't you like how that flows there? Quite a bit of money. Quite a bit of money. 
And notice how the article, a, the a, gets the exact same sound as of. Quite a bit. They are pronounced the exact same. They're both just getting a schwa. Quite a bit of money. And hey, of course, don't forget the flap T's in there. Quite a flap T connecting those. Quite a bit of money. Quite a bit of money. We're capable of earning quite a bit of money. Here's one more practice sentence for you to catch these with. Regardless of the cost, I want to be the first of many. Regardless of the, regardless of the cost, we're linking those words together using only a schwa. Regardless of the cost, I want to be the first of many. First of many. I want to be the first of many. Another schwa. Two of schwas in one sentence. I want to be the first of many. Now, if you feel that I went through those sentences too fast, make sure that you open up the description and copy them down for yourself because I write all of the practice sentences that we discuss in the description so that you've got some materials to work with. If you want to thank me, make sure that you hit subscribe and tell your friends about this podcast. Well, I've got one more exercise for you today to help you develop this habit of pronouncing of as an uh or of. Either a schwa, uh, or a schwa with a V, of, but never a schwa with an F, of. If it has an F, it's going to sound like the preposition off, you know, O-F-F. Not what we're looking for at the moment. Because think about it. If you say get off of it, off of it, get off of it. In fact, repeat that back to me right now. Get off of it. Off of it. Off of it. Feel for the contrast between those sounds. The positioning is pretty similar, but we're voicing the F. We're using our voice. It's not just air coming out, but flowing. And if you want to work on that V sound, take a look back to episode number 102. Uh, you can check the link in the description after we finish this episode, of course, and get a good feel for that positioning, letting it flow out real nicely. Well, moving on, I have one more exercise I'd like to practice with you, my friend. I am going to read out some idiomatic expressions, and I want you to determine whether I'm pronouncing a or of, whether I'm using only the schwa, which means a consonant follows it, or the schwa with a V which means a vowel follows of. Idiom number one, piece of cake. I'll take care of that for you. It'll be a piece of cake. Piece of cake. Which of am I using? Am I saying piece of cake or pizza? Piece of cake. Schwa or V? It is a schwa. Cake starts with a consonant sound, and so we use a schwa to connect our words together. Piece of cake. Something easily done. 
All right, next one up. Rule of thumb. Rule of thumb. Am I using the V or am I using the schwa? Rule of thumb. Rule of thumb. As a rule of thumb, measure twice, cut once. As a rule of thumb, clip your nails once a week. Rule of thumb, an unwritten rule about life. Just a general rule that you can live by. Something to keep in mind. A rule of thumb. So am I using the schwa or the V? Schwa or the V, what do you think? Well, you are correct, my friend. We're using the schwa. We're not using of. We're using a rule of thumb. Here's another idiom for you today. The benefit of the doubt. The benefit of the doubt. Benefit of the. Benefit of the doubt. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. It's, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's like saying I trust the excuse that you're giving me. I trust that you weren't at fault here. And you did everything that you could to, to follow your word. The benefit of the doubt. Am I using the schwa? Am I using a V? What do you say? Well, in this one, the benefit of the doubt, the V sound is not being used. I'm using a schwa. You are correct. It is a schwa. Benefit of the, benefit of the doubt. Someone gives you an excuse for something. You don't want to argue with them. It's not worth your time. You say, all right, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Carry on. Carry on about your day. Give you the benefit of the doubt. I believe that it's not your fault. So there you have three idioms. Three of them. Very useful ones. Which I task you with working into your daily life. I want you to take control of your accent. Use these idiomatic expressions and the other phrases that we practiced in your daily life. And control the pronunciation of the word of actively with focus and i've got one more thing that i want you to do my friend i want you to check out the episode coming immediately after this one episode number 125 the final episode of the fifth season of the accent training podcast where I read out a news article from BreakingNewsEnglish.com, which is chocked full of the word of. What we're going to do is I'm going to read that article. You are going to sit back, relax, and listen. Maybe grab a snack to eat or something. And we're going to identify every instance of the word of in that article. It's going to be a short one. It's just a quick little two-paragraph article. But the point is, your ears need to adjust to this just as much as your muscles do. So when you're ready, get yourself comfortable, and we are going to read through this article together, my friend. I'll see you there.
I'm opening my doors of enrollment for the month of May. I've got five accent training spots available for five accent learners who want to see predictable progress learning to communicate in English with the same habits, the same patterns, and the same sounds that Americans use naturally. I've got limited space available this month, my friend. So apply right now through the link in the description if it's important for you to learn to speak English in the way that Americans listen for.